All right. Welcome, everyone. We've got Susie Giroux here from Rideshare. She's the product director there. I'm Rachel Premack, the editorial director uh, over at Freightwaves. So, Susie, thank you for coming to Cleveland thank for our event. for having me. Yeah. So we've been talking about supply chain visibility for years and years and years and years. Where are we in the journey now? Yeah. No, that's a, a great question. And I would probably lead off with saying we've been talking about visibility for years and years and years. But uh, I would say it really came on everybody's radar post-pandemic or during pandemic. It, it's always been, you know, industry leaders, conversations in uh, logistics, supply chain companies' main point of focus. But post-pandemic definitely put it on the radar for across the map. So with that in mind, is it, it really hit it, pre-pandemic. It was the kind of the, the simplistic and the journey that we were on. It really catapulted it further and faster. So we started with a simplistic question of if people just wanted to know, where's my truck? And and it's evolved since then. And now it's it's not just that that end-to-end visibility is no longer simply where's my truck. It's more sophisticated questions like, do I have enough inventory to fill an order? Do I have, where is, where's my order at in the fulfillment process? What made it on the truck? Okay, made it on the truck. Now, where's my truck? Where's the ETA? Was there an issue with my delivery? If there was an issue, where's my documentation for that? So the the progression of where we've gone with the journey in our customers and the corporations out there don't want to, they want to go to one location to get all that information too. So again, historically, you would have to go into multiple different systems to get all that different all those different pieces of information and kind of piecemeal it together. So now where we're at and in going forward is providing that one, that unified experience for a customer. So they're able to get all those pieces of information in one place. And then additionally, we're able to provide them with with more information at their fingertips. I know, I know we were talking previously, but if you take an example of a, a customer, real life example of a pet food provider who delivers to a uh, to our vets and animal hospitals and clinics. You take a vet that gets a delivery. They don't know. Historically, they didn't know when a truck was coming. A truck would just show up and they would have to stop what they're doing, go unload it, which for smaller vets, that's, that's, that's a problem for us. That's a problem for them. And then you have, once they get it, if there's an issue with it, they would have to call that pet food provider, say, hey, I had an issue with my order. I didn't receive something or something was damaged. They'd have to hang up that conversation and pet food provider, call their their transportation provider or the carrier. And then they'd have to hang up. They'd have to call the driver to understand. Stream of people, which now is cut down. So you take that same scenario. If that pet, uh, the vet calls that pet food provider, they're able to now go into a visibility platform log in, search that order, bring it up, see everything that delivered, have that proof of delivery. If there was an issue, they're able to see what that issue was in removing all those unneeded steps of uh, non-value-added exercises, basically. It, it was it was how it was previously. Now, now we have that. We're empowering our customers to get that information at their fingertips and better service their customers and the end users. So I, I think that's the, the big portion of where we are is that that unified experience and then also just being able to 
give them gives all all of the information in one location and not having to access the multiple systems. It seems like the question maybe let's say back in 2018, 2019 was more where is my truck or where is that container ship? Yeah. Um, whether that's on the highway or in the middle of the ocean or what have you. Yes. Now it's what's in the truck like now where is this on the manufacturing uh process so it seems like it's a little bit more not so much just you know figuring out the gps location but just trying to get that full inventory that full supply chain perspective exactly yep so what are some of those ongoing hurdles i was i was chatting with someone a few weeks ago who was Mm -hmm. talking about how i think everyone can agree that this visibility is a great idea but let's say you have a a manufacturer overseas that may not have, you know, super strong internet connection. They're not necessarily going to be providing the sort of data that we need from the start. Mm-hmm. Let's say we have a carrier who, you know, isn't so comfortable with having an app on his or her phone or having a GPS um, on their truck. How do you navigate that when you've got everything kind of working out and everyone's in it, and then you've got one chain that says, "Okay, I, I'm not, I can't do it, or I don't want to do it." Yeah, one chain that gets to, <laughs> just gets linked and and cut from it. Yeah, I say, I mean, that's supply chain. There's there's hurdle after hurdle in supply chain. You have resource availability down to customer expectations, and and all of it, all of it, it's our, it's our daily struggle. I mean, that's also why we thrive in the supply chain world. Everybody loves dealing with with those daily hurdles. Um, but from a visibility end, I would say our biggest hurdle is what you're just calling out. It is just that sheer number of players in the network. And because there's just so many different players in the network, whether it's multiple carriers, multiple suppliers that a, a company has, you also have varying degrees of where they're at in the digitization process. So you have some carriers that may be further along in in that, and they're, they're directly connected. We have the APIs that are EDIs for suppliers. Depending on how we're connected with them, they're further along in the process. We're on the other end of the spectrum. You can have where they're still paper-based, and they're they're having to call to give updates. You and And so that's a lot of the hurdles into the point where you're saying is, how do we overcome that? There's, you know, I don't think anybody's overcome that yet. <laughs> it's, it's where we're at. Um, but it is, we we overcome it a lot at Ryder with with our people. So we may not necessarily have uh, all of the answers and all of the solutions, but our, our people help bridge those gaps. We're able to have a team of individuals and operators that drive those those carrier compliance issues and or are working with suppliers if there are technical issues that we're not getting the proper data from those suppliers. We have teams of people that are working to get them further along that spectrum so that it, it gets closer to the end of, of being able to send EDI. You know, we're no longer having people type in directly into our TMS. We're, we're actually having uh, helping progress some of those key players along further uh, to to the other end of the spectrum. So what is, I, I think most folks think of Ryder as, you know, a carrier or sort of an equipment um, source more so than someone that would be necessarily in this visibility process. How did, how did your firm get into the visibility world and what what kind of lessons have been learned from this from this journey? 
Yeah, I think from for Ryder in general, absolutely. That's always, you know, whenever I, I say I work for Ryder, it's, it's like, oh, you work for a trucking company? I'm like, yes, and so much more. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it is, it is, it, and that is the, the concept of, of ever better in, in, in our, our campaign that we have there. And it is how can we continue to serve our customers and and give them more and again empowering our customers so that was kind of what drove us to uh, to, to a visibility platform and knowing that the industry was going in that that direction and that we we weren't there at that point in time so that was uh, the driving factor for us to get more into the product space. And we have a number of different products now within Rider. We have a, a couple of other team members here from other products within Rider. And, and that is, it's, it is driving and getting more of that aspect into Rider and getting more than, like I said, yes, we're a trucking company. Yes, we have that aspect, but we're also, we're more than that too. So. Right, right. So right now, it kind of seems seems like folks who are in the space, they've got, they're still working with Excel. They've got, you know, they're calling people, they're texting, they've got a million other apps that they kind of look at day to day. I imagine most people have like have like a, you know, three to four monitors or yeah. maybe four is, maybe four is on the low end, mm-hmm. um, you know, fleet managers that they're looking at. So when you, how do you see this process sorting out? When do you see this sort of streamlining into maybe a few platforms that fleet managers are using rather than it seems like every day there's a new there's a new kind of visibility platform so how does this get sorted out yeah that's again another great question anybody has quite answered yet um it is the streamlining aspect it it's it's a continued journey without a doubt and and how can we get down to Again, we have a number of players in in the network. How do we get down to a couple key players? It's that continued uh, partnership building and collaboration that we are doing with you know some some tech, other tech companies, and and we have our investments that we make into other uh, firms in order to try and link better. Um, but I would say, excuse me, I would say overall, it's it's how can we to your point, streamline, aggregate, consolidate data points and make it easier for people to access those data points. So whether it's accessing public APIs and and leveraging public APIs more, or if we're talking about carriers and getting more information, is is it something like downloading a driver app? There's there's a lot of options out there, but it's it's overarching question of how can we make how can we make it easier for people and how can we get more of the key data points that we need to provide to our customers and the, the key players? So I, I don't think anybody has quite answered that, but um, it's, it's definitely an ongoing journey and, and uh, uh, ongoing journey that we're, we're working through. And how does already, you know, being a trucking company help and hurt Rider in this in this um, building out of a visibility platform? Yeah. Um, it, it's taking into consideration multiple aspects. So to your point, we we do have our our trucking aspect or our dedicated business, which for us, we we drive more of the data points there and we we have more access and easier access to some of those key data points. And if we have um, any issues that are occurring, we can get that that uh, quicker turnaround time to have them resolved. 
Whereas we also have our transportation managed side of the business, which it is we're dealing with with other carriers and, and other uh, other parties within the within the supply chain network. So it is, again, still those relationships that we have and we're able to leverage those in order to be able to really, um, again, continue to drive that compliance and that integration with us. So our our people, I can't speak enough about the the teams that we work with, uh, the the platform, and and it's it's more of a customer centric process that we do. It's it's hearing our customers, understanding where their pain points are, and it's not just handing them a product that says, "Here, go read some documentation or watch some videos and figure this out." We're working with them and ensuring that what we're providing them does indeed give them the value add that we are expecting them to receive. So it is um, much more of a customer-centric experience, too, that helps. Okay, and we've just got um, right under two minutes left. So tell us what's next in this visibility journey. What are the, what's like the maybe one or two big things that we should look out for in the next year that visibility platforms like Rider are going to be uh perhaps finding the solution for <laughs> finding the solutions. Um, well, I would say, again, thinking from the end to end. So getting within the four walls, continuing it through to endpoint delivery and, and having all of the visibility all between that. So you got, you know, the the in the four walls, you got middle mile, you got end mile, uh, last mile. But then we also have um, what we're working through is is extending that visibility. So not just our our managed transportation. So what we were talking about and and how to overcome those hurdles is is how can we get customers visibility outside and in, in into the other parts of their network that that isn't just managed by Rider. So being able to extend out that visibility, I think that's a, another key piece for the visibility platform, being able to get get the customers more. All right, Susie, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. Thank you. I appreciate it.